0: Come right in. Oh, George, we've got company, and they're all in
1: uniform.
2: Well, George has been a very unhappy man since that bane of his existence, handsome Gordon Cates, moved in next door. We find George watching him through the window as we meet the people who live in the Burns home George and Gracie. Look at that big
3: gorilla. Running around the backyard in his shorts. Thinks he's an athlete.
0: Oh, now, George, you're just aggravating yourself. Get away from the window.
3: Hmm. Putting on a show for the neighbors just because he's got a beautiful body.
0: Oh, don't look at him. Get away from the window.
3: What a conceited guy. Showing off his bulging muscles.
0: George, will you please get away from the window?
3: Why?
0: I want to (laughs) look. fine. Well, well, so that's the great Gordon Kate. What's that thing he's tossing up in the air.
3: That's what makes him so healthy. That's a medicine ball.
0: Well, let him have his health. I don't want you swallowing a thing like that.
3: (laughs) You don't swallow it. Toss it around to to build up, uh, you know, to build you up and uh, to build up your body.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. Mm, I'll have to admit he's got the kind of figure women crave.
0: Not me, George. I never did crave a big, muscular, broad-shouldered figure like that. Really? Well, of course not. How would I want to look in an evening gown?
1: <laughs>
0: well, anyway, I
3: wish he'd... Hey, look at that. He's pulling the lemons off our tree.
0: Well, then, never! I'll put a stop to that. Mr. Case, you stop picking those lemons.
3: Well, if it isn't the lovely Mrs. Burns.
0: You stop it now. How can
3: you look so charming this early in the morning?
0: Never mind, just get away from those lemons. You look younger every day. Well, you can pick one or two. <laughs>
3: Not only younger, but more beautiful, if such a thing is possible.
0: George, go down and help him pick the lemons.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: now stop that. Kate, get away from those lemons. I don't have to. They're on my side of the fence. Oh, yeah? Then I'll come down and make you stuff. <music> take that. And that. And take that. There. Now, I've given you a dozen lemons. Are you satisfied?
1: <laughs>
0: Why, sure. There's no
3: reason for us to be quarrelsome neighbors, George. Are the lemons on my side of the fence or legally mine? And Gracie is legally mine.
0: Yes, yeah. you big blonde wolf. I suppose just because you've got curly hair and broad shoulders and big muscles, that makes you more attractive than my husband.
3: No, it doesn't.
0: Really? Then what does? <laughs>
3: Gracie, whose side are you on?
0: Well, I'm on your side, darling. Well, say
3: something in my well, favor.
0: I, I don't like conceited men who think they're so handsome.
3: Oh, now, Mrs. Burns, have you ever heard me say that I'm handsome?
0: Well, no.
3: You haven't? No. Well, I am, you know.
0: <laughs> Come on,
3: Gracie, let's go in the
1: house.
0: Now, George, calm down. Why should you get upset over a nobody like Gordon Kate? Why, you're a, a you're a big star. You're a famous personality.
3: Yeah, that's right.
0: Why, when the average person walks into a restaurant and asks for a table, the waiter insults them. But not you. You're a celebrity. The head waiter insults you. <laughs>
4: Good morning, Mrs. Burns.
0: Oh, hello, Mr. Postman. Good morning,
4: Mr. Burns. What's good about it?
0: Well, now, look, you'll have to excuse George. Our next-door neighbor has him all upset.
4: You mean handsome Gordon Cates?
0: Yes. He's getting under my husband's skin.
4: Well, he'll fill it out much better than your husband. (laughs) Mr. Cates has the most beautiful physique I've ever seen. Next to mine, of course. (laughs) Just look at him racing down the street on that bicycle. Hey, that's my bicycle.
3: I left it in his garage before he moved in. Well, go get it. You bet I will. Hey, Kate!
0: Get off that bike. Who do you think you are? Oh, that Mr. Case is a terrible man. He stole our lemons and he stole George's bicycle. Why, for two cents, he'd steal your wife.
4: Have you got change of a nickel?
1: <laughs> oh,
0: now, Mr. Postman, surely you don't want to get rid of your wife.
4: Ah. Uh-huh. say some rather fantastic things.
0: Well, have you really made an effort to get along with her?
4: Oh, I've tried everything. I even bought two lovebirds and put them where my wife could watch them. I thought it might give her ideas. Did it? No, but it gave the lovebirds ideas. They beat each other's brains out.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness. Tell me, Mr. Postman, why did you ever marry your wife?
4: I didn't know we were getting married. She told me it was a civil service examination.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, I'd better be running along. Goodbye, Mrs. Burns. Remember, keep smiling. Goodbye, Mr. Postman. Oh,
0: here comes George, empty-handed. you like that big egg. He
3: wouldn't give me the bicycle. said I couldn't prove it was mine. The Burry didn't want to start a fight on account of my glasses.
0: That's right. You didn't have them on. <laughs> yeah. But Mr. Kate seems very friendly. Now, you see, he's looking out of the window at you. He's giving you the Boy Scout salute. Where? Right there. Only, George, I thought they put their finger to their forehead. <laughs> that
3: doesn't. I'm going next door and punk him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to poke him right in the eye. Yeah? Cates, you've been asking for
0: this. <laughs> oh, sit down, dear. I'll get a piece of beefsteak for your eyes.
2: Felix Mills do the orchestra, and I'm confessing that I love you.
1: I'm confessing that I love you. Tell me, do you love me? Lesson that i made you Honest I do Need you every moment In your eyes I read such strange things But your lips deny they're true Will your answer really change things Making me blue I'm afraid someday you'll leave me Saying can't we still be friends If you go you know you'll grieve me All in life on you depend i that you love me And i dreaming dreams of you in vain. I'm confessing that I love you over again
0: How does your eye feel, dear?
3: Terrible. What a sight I must be.
0: Oh, it's not so bad. You know, I never could decide whether I liked you better with brown eyes or blue eyes. Now you have one of each.
3: That uh, Gordon Cates. Got to figure a way to get that guy to move.
0: I've got an idea. We'll smear mud all over the front of the house and soak the windows.
3: That's a thought.
0: Sure. And then when he sees how terrible our house looks, he won't want to live next door to it. <laughs> Forget it, huh? I
2: would, yes, yes.
0: Uncle John.
5: Say, I was just watching Gordon Cates ride his bicycle down the street. (laughs) He certainly is an attractive fellow.
0: Yes, he even caught George's eye. (laughs) Hey,
5: your pal Gordon Cates gave me the shiner.
0: Uncle John, see if you can cheer George up.
5: Why, you bet I'll cheer you up, George. That Gordon Cates is no pal of mine. Picking on a little anemic defenseless fellow like you.
3: (laughs) Look, Uncle
5: John... What's more, he's a coward, hitting you in the eye so you couldn't see to run away.
3: <laughs> Uncle John...
5: He thinks he's such a big, powerful man, giving you a black eye. Why, anybody could do that. <laughs> All right, you've cheered me up enough, Uncle John. It burns me up to see a man pick on you just because you're past the age where you can defend yourself. <laughs> I like I know. Him. You like me, yes. You like me. Uncle. Uh, I'll be in the den if you want me to cheer you up some more.
0: Oh, isn't Uncle John sweet, George? I want him to stay with us permanently. You do, huh? Yeah.
3: Gracie, I'll I'll make a little bargain with you. If you can think of a way to get Gordon Cates to move, I'll let your Uncle John stay
0: with Oh, oh, how wonderful. I'll run down to the man who rented Mr. Cates the house and see if he has any suggestions. Okay. Now, if Mr. Case starts anything, you just snub him. Turn your back on him. I will. Oh, on second thought, you, you better not. If he can hit a small target like your eye, think what he could do to a great big...
3: never mind. Never mind. <laughs>
0: In the house, can't you unrent it?
3: I'm sorry, Mrs. Burns, but there's no way to make Mr. Kate's move unless, of course, he happens to uh, break a zoning regulation.
0: Zoning regulation? What's that?
3: Well, certain things uh, can't be done in certain neighborhoods. For instance, in yours, uh, no person may keep pigs on their property. No oh. person may. Oh,
0: I see. If they kept pigs, they'd get thrown out.
3: Yes, but I'm sure that pigs would never enter Mr. Kate's mind.
0: No, but they might enter his garage. Oh, thanks for your help, Mr. Perkins
3: Why, well, I've given you no help
0: <laughs> you,
1: Well,
0: it's nice of you to drive me out to the country, Harry
2: Oh, I'm glad to do it, Gracie But you haven't told me what you're doing out in the country
0: Oh, I'm going to buy a pig
2: Oh, oh, oh. shopping for a little ham, huh?
0: Oh, no. George doesn't even know about it. <laughs> and, Harry, I wish you wouldn't call him that.
2: Well, Gracie, I didn't... Well, let it go. It's a natural mistake. I Here's a farm where I think you'll find some good food.
0: Harry, you seem awfully familiar with this lonely country road.
2: Oh, well... This is where I bring my girls on dates, you know. We uh, park under that big elm over there.
1: Why, Harry.
2: Oh, I don't just bring any girl out here, you know. No? No, she's got to have an A coupon. I'm no dummy, you know.
0: Oh, oh, Harry, I'm surprised at you. A big grown-up man parking with girls. Now, if you were a boy, it wouldn't be so bad.
2: Can I tell you something? It's Uh, not so bad anyway.
0: (laughs) It's
2: fun, you know. I put my arm around her, and she puts her head on my shoulder.
0: Then what? Oh, <laughs> oh well, let it go, Harry. This is where I get out.
2: Honey, that's what all the other girls say.
0: <laughs> Look,
2: Gracie, I'll pick you up here in about a half hour, huh? And say, let me give you a tip. If you want to get a good pig, don't let on that you're a city girl. Well,
0: now, don't worry. I'll act like a regular straw seed. Uh, don't they call a country boy, Rube? Yeah. Well, they'll think my name is Ruby. <laughs> See you later, Harry. <laughs> I'm, uh, looking for the owner of this farm by Cracky. No need to...
6: No need to keep a-looking, Mom. I'm her. Oh.
0: Oh. Well, I'm Mrs. Burns by heck.
6: Howdy, Mom. Howdy. Tolerable. Was there anything I could do for you? Yes. I, um,
0: want to buy a pig by gum. What sort of a pig, Mom? A shoat? Well, I don't care how shoat it is, but it's got to be (laughs) fat. I reckon we can find a critter to suit you. Oh, and don't think you can put anything over on me. I used to live on a farm myself.
6: Oh.
0: Well, I reckon yourn was more than just a plain old dirt farm. Oh, yes. We didn't have to raise our dirt. I, it just grew wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're awful pretty to work on a farm. Tolerable. But I didn't mind the work. I was up every morning popping the corn, bucking the wheat. <laughs> Following away with my horses gets to the silo. <laughs>
6: you sure do know a sight about farming, all right? Tolerable. <laughs> well, there's all my pigs in the field over yonder. See one you like? Oh, let's see now. Yeah, yeah,
0: that one leaning up against the fence looks good. You wouldn't want that pig, ma'am. Why not? It's a sheep. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Oh, sure. (laughs) You see, it's still a little chilly, so I thought they might be wearing their winter coats. (laughs) Better let me pick one out for you, lady.
6: All right. I expect when you get this here pig home, you'll just have a big
0: barbecue with all the trimmings. Well, certainly not. Why should I cook for a pig? (laughs) Not for me anyhow. I'm gonna put it in a neighbor's garage.
6: I'll be dogged if I even try to figure it out. I'll wait here, you wait here, and I'll fart you one. Tolible.
3: Uncle John, has Gracie come home yet?
5: Oh, I saw her drive up in front with Harry Von Zell a few minutes ago. They unloaded a pig. Gracie bought a pig? I guess so. Well, that's one way to get bacon. Of
3: course, we won't have it long with Gordon Cates next door. He'll steal that just like he stole my lemons and my bicycle. Cheer
5: up, George. Nothing but trouble can come to a man who steals from a poor, defensive... Now, don't start cheering me up again, huh? (laughs) Well, anyway, Georgia, I'm going next door and get those things back for you.
0: Well, George, your worries are over. Gordon Cates won't be in this neighborhood long.
5: Oh, uh, excuse me. i got something to attend to before
3: he moves. Gracie, how come Cates is leaving?
0: Well, I bought a pig. And a bit of Oh, no, no, no. I put it in his garage. You see, there's a zoning law against having pigs in this neighborhood. So all we have to do now is call the police and they'll make a move.
3: Why, Gracie, that's downright brilliant
0: Well, yeah You didn't know there were two smart members to this family, did you? No oh. Well, there are Mother and I both know our way around <laughs>
3: Well, this is great Look at Kate's out there in her shorts again <laughs> That's just the way the police will find him
0: Yeah, this time they will really going to catch him with his taxi. You said
3: it, you said it <laughs> Hand me the phone This will teach Mr. Gordon Cates that he can't outsmart me.
0: Outsmart who? Outsmart you. Hello,
3: police headquarters? Listen, there's a man in the 200 block on Cannon Drive raising pigs in his garage. Yeah, you better come right over.
5: By golly, George was right. Here's his bicycle in Mr. Kate's garage, big as life. Well, I'll be darned. He's already stolen the pig. Well, come along, little piggy. You're going right back to George's garage where you belong.
3: Let me find Burkle. You will just stay here in this cell until the judge wants to see you. We'll teach you to raise pigs in a restricted zone.
0: Well, Judge, you said you wanted to see Gordon Cape inside of a jail. There he is. Where? Coming in the door to bail you out. <laughs>
2: Don't forget, George and Gracie will be on hand next week. Now, in the time remaining, we bring in Raymond Scott and his distinctive music. Dorothy Collins will handle the vocal chores. Downbeat, Mr. Scott.
1: to tell you the truth.